would say So say goodbye to everything you ever knew before And I'd understand if you went running out the door And I'll keep you safe And no harm will ever come to you, I swear And I'd kill if they even dare Hi, Your Highness. Hi, Boot. How you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I am soaking up the setting sun. Oh my God, it feels so good. It's going to be a full we moon seen tonight. It in, like forever. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Better watch out. Oh. Yeah. How was your week? Uh, it was good. Anything exciting happen? Mm. Besides me. No, yeah, but you are the thing. Oh, we did see something that was absolutely fantastic. I forgot about this. You saw so it and shared it. Across with me. the street from where I work is a body shop, and someone painted bitch with spray paint all over the side of some dude's truck. Very large. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. a pretty decent, nice truck. It was a nice truck, a Chevy truck. It said. Bitch. Yeah, so we all had speculations and we And guess what? None of I of course figured there was a jealous female involved. Mm-hmm. There were thanks ladies, there were zero females involved mm-hmm. in this situation. This time. So good job, ladies. Yeah, what what ended up happening is we sent <laughs> one of our coworkers across the street to ask them. <laughs> What the story was. And you knew that he was just silly enough that he would do it. And he did. And, and they did. told him. And he did. He just walked right over there. It was like, hey, what happened to that truck? So what happened was uh, the truck belongs to the owner of a company. And he had to let go one of his employees. And that guy had a bit of an issue with being let go <laughs> i wonder why he was let go maybe I know. he had a temper problem something uh issues following orders maybe mm. i feel yeah. like we're gonna be reading a story about that guy someday very likely yes well i've been besides writing i've been binge watching aaron hernandez yes and that is phenomenal. Do you know who he is, Ron? Boot? Yes. You do? Well, you only because you lie. explained it to me. I had to explain it to you right before. You're such a liar. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> He's a football player who committed many murders and still played football. That's what I've been doing this week. Mm-hmm. We would like to welcome you guys to Michigan Murders and Music where we discuss murders in this big, huge, beautiful state. And then we top it off with a happy ending. And a little homegrown music, meaning music from Michigan. Thank you for letting us seep into your ears. Your ear canals are very sensitive, and we are glad you're allowing us into them. Who are we featuring? This week, we're featuring Paper Lanterns, a great band. You can look forward to... Hearing them at the end of this episode. We have to give an explicit content warning. Oh my gosh. Because Always with the freaking warnings. mm -hmm. Well, you know, it kind of makes sense. We have to do it. So if you find a mound of dirt in the backyard that is slowly getting bigger through the course of the summer, 
And then one day while doing laundry in the basement, you discover a sheet of plywood on the floor. And then when you lift the plywood, you discover a 10-foot-deep pit. And what the s- hell? I know. Firstly, your basement's got a... A, a laundry a, room? No. Does the basement <laughs> have a, a, a... I wanted to say grass floor. A no, concrete. Floor? You, have to, oh. you have to actually... Somebody broke up the concrete th- yeah. and put a sheet oh, of plywood it. over it. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. And then when you lift the sheet of plywood, you find several pictures of... Your son's aunt Cheryl again. Oh, oh, actual photos this time. Oh yeah, yeah. Still. Oh, you know, Aunt Cheryl is in not her bikini. Be, oh, in her one piece. Oh, oh several. Aunt different Cheryl things. is not going. She's to not be safe. happy about this. No, no. You, you got to call her up again. Again. Did, and oh my then God. call the police again. For sure, you guys. This is time two. Mm-hmm. Aunt Cheryl's in deep doo-doo. Man, that was some kind of explicit warning. Also, this is about murder, killing, mm-hmm. uh, disgusting stuff. I'm going to swear for sure. Oh. Say things like, bitch. You know, shit. I'm glad that she admits to that. Fuck. Because otherwise she's like, no, I won't say those I also words. say completely inappropriate things that will offend somebody somehow. And I don't actually mean it. It's kind of a Tourette's thing that comes out. If you guys could do us a flavor, like Fago soda. Fago. Fago pop. Where to go, Fago? pop. <laughs> that was their, their tagline. It was? Yeah. I don't remember that. Share us with a friend. It's the best way for us to get around so our boots can get under your bed. Well, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, where are we off to today, Boot? Throw that hand up in the air. We are off to several places, actually. Michigan, Mitt. With an all. Here. Ow. High-fiving me. <laughs> I'm trying to show you on my hand. Quit smacking it. Smack that. Um, so we're going to be mostly down the bottom of the thumb area and a little bit up into the Bay Area, which is in the, between your pointer finger and your thumb. Starting off, we're in Belleville, Michigan. Yes, we are. We're talking about Raymond Lee Bailey. Raymond Lee uh, actually comes from the UP there, hey. Yeah. He's from a town called Kinross. Kinross is halfway between Cedarville and Sault Ste. Marie, or as, you know. Salt St. Marie. Yeah, exactly. That's how us. Uh, Marie. You, uh, under, under purrs? What do you under call per- them? Lopers? We're, we're, <laughs> Trolls, or the down below people under the bridge. <laughs> they so, probably just call us assholes. Kinross has a population of 5,922. That's the, pretty big. Yeah. Well, not really. Okay. Considering the city of Feels Wyoming like is over 70,000. That's just right down the street from wow. us. Kinross is actually next to a huge forest area that I really wanted to visit until I looked it up. It's called Delirium Wilderness. Tell me that doesn't sound super I cool. I want to check it out too. So bad. I looked it, it up though, and it's definitely is creepy looking, but it's super swampy, and it probably has mosquitoes the size of penguins. Yeah, small penguins. But anyway, it's in the Hiawatha National Forest area. It's thickly forested with swamp conifers, aspens, white cedars, red and jack pines. Dude. I, I don't know if I really want to go there. I kind of want to, but kind of not. It it says that you have to be kind of hardcore if you're going to go there. 
So we're talking about Raymond Lee Bailey. Yes. Bailey had moved from the UP down to the south, southern side of Michigan, southern side of Michigan, and he actually owned his own plumbing company, has not had a criminal past. Raymond Bailey has been engaged to a woman named Laura, but they broke up. Yeah, it was said that their relationship was pretty rocky, and at one time they were engaged, broke off the engagement. Last October, Raymond was charged with assault and intent to do great bodily harm and domestic violence. Unfortunately, Laura did not show up for the first court appearance, and the case was dropped. Sadly, she failed to appear at the second court appearance for these charges. And the charges were dropped again. In my mind, thinking of a person who's a victim, I'm thinking he probably forced her not to go. Made somehow made additional made threats. death threats. I don't know. That's just yeah. my own personal opinion. So it was obvious that Laura was trying to get out of this toxic relationship. Probably had more control over her than anyone wanted to admit. Part of the downfall was her not showing up to those court, uh, those charges. But honestly, they probably would have just slapped him on the hands. I don't think it would have done a lot to keep her from fearing her life. For a good part of a year, Laura was trying to get Bailey out of her life. On Saturday, August 15th, Laura was hanging out with her closest protectors, two of her cousins, Forrest O'Neill, and her sister, Sarah. Speaking from personal experience, when you're going through a separation of an abusive relationship, it's extremely scary. And to be home alone's not okay. It's, it's really scary. She had... Those were her best friends. Those were her two cousins and her sister, and they were they were the closest to her, and they were there hanging out with her at her home, helping her feel safe, doing the right thing. And I told you, Your Highness, yes. before we even met, I had to put cameras around my house, mm-hmm. and I nailed up plywood on my bedroom windows just to keep any... Psycho X. Oh, my God. That's a mess. I well, had you a barely even dated for very on, long under under my blanket with me. Yeah, you. It's scary, <laughs> it's a mess. you guys. You just. It's really, really scary, and I think people that's, are nuts. That's why a lot of people just stay stuck in that situation. Mm. Sadly, the ex that Laura was dealing with was far past the abusive stage. I believe he just hit the rage stage. And that same day that Laura was hanging with her cousins, Raymond Lee Bailey decided to take the lives of four people. It's, it's people that, that he knew. Bailey drove down the quiet dirt road during the day and then gunned his way through Laura's home. Police did receive a 911 call from that household. It is not known by the public if it was someone who was able to live long enough to make the call or if Bailey himself made the call before leaving the house and going on the run. It's hard to say. Sumter Township is a, is a very small area, small it's a population, rural, very rural. It's, it's it, country, even though it's in Wayne, Wayne County, which is where Detroit is too. It's outside the city limits for quite a ways and dirt roads, dirt roads. When Sumter Township officers arrived, sadly, nobody was alive. Mm. Bailey's rampage, having killed all 
four of the family members. Sister Sarah was found on the back porch with four bullets, and one of them was at close range. Laura herself was found in the kitchen with seven bullets. Forrest with a single gunshot wound on the couch. Down the hall, his brother Neil was shot 11 times and three at close range. That's that, 23 freaking bullet wounds total. Who which knows how indicates many? indicates that he had several guns or he had to reload at some point. Yeah, I'm thinking he it's, it's had. It's pretty messed up. It's he very, had to have had several guns because those were pl- just actual wounds. He, there had to be shots fired that missed, I'm, I think. I don't know. Oh, that, for sure. Absolutely horrible. I can't even believe that someone would go from just like an abusive personality to just going in and gunning down a family of people. I don't right. I, I know. How do you go from that to that so <sighs> rapidly? So neighbors heard the gunshots and they were kind of unsurprised by that because, you oh. know, it, living in a rural area, you hear gunshots and think that people are hunting. Yeah. And nothing typically happens in that neighborhood, so it's like, well, it's gunshots. They heard shots, but yeah, they kind of figured it was hunting, but they were all completely shocked when they found out what happened because things like this don't happen Mm. in the area where they live. They happen south in Detroit. Driving north, Bailey confessed to murders via text that he had confessed that he had done all this stuff. Can you fathom getting a text from your... You know, oh, I don't know. Say he's your son. He's like, hey, mom, I just killed four people, including the woman I loved. Yeah. Oh, hey. I, hey, I I just murdered four people. What do you think I should do? Um, (laughs) Hey, brah. Hey, brah, what's up? Oh, nothing. What's up, y'all, brah? Oh, yeah, I just gunned down four people. Heading Mm. heading north. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Getting out of the hood. So what the he, fuck, man? he was heading toward Bay City, but in the meantime, at some point, he was doing flips off the highway divider. You know those cement things? Yeah. Another thing, could you imagine driving by and just seeing this wackadoodle doing flips and somersaults off of the freeway divider, yeah. trying Purposely to hurt himself? Trying to hurt himself, which yeah. he did. He did. And he ended up in the hospital. The police found his car abandoned in Bay City, which is, like you said, right in the thumb corner there. And that's about two hours north of where the scene was, down. where shit went down. Mm-hmm. He did turn himself into the police department with a friend. Probably one of those friends he was texting was like, hey, uh, let's yeah, go ahead and turn you, you out, in. Bra. Let's uh, <laughs> come on over, bro. We'll go get a drink. And then he just slips him over to the police department don't know if that's how it went but that's how i'd like to picture it so horrible the horror part of the story is over although this family could not possibly ever be over this they lost four family members at one time in a horrible gruesome way and bailey's a douchebag and his antics are just beginning it's it's insane what this guy tries to do i think a lot of People do this in court. It's it's just entertaining <laughs> to, yeah. to listen to his, his ridiculousness. Bailey's first court arraignment was uh, via Zoom. He was lying in his hospital bed, and he had one of those big, like, plastic chest and neck braces on. And there was still blood in his nose, which I 
thought was kind of weird. Don't they usually clean you up a little bit? Maybe he didn't deserve it. Who cares? He didn't deserve it. <laughs> he didn't deserve his nose to be cleaned. So he's he's asking the judge to get a few days to get his, his things in order. Yeah, listen to this. Lieutenant broken, and uh, I'm not really able to get around too well. I kind of need a few days to uh, get some things in order at my place and some medical things, if that would be possible. No. Judge nope. says, hell no. Come on, dude. That, that judge looks pretty hardcore. He I, was a handsome looking judge and did look badass. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> the judge says no. The next full on probable cause hearing was supposed to happen when Bailey challenged the judge in regards to his lawyer. So here they are again. It's a Zoom meeting. There's a four split screen. Mm-hmm. We see the judge. We see the state's prosecutor. We see Bailey in the corner of a jail cell or jail room. And then Bailey's public defender. Yeah. Can I add add something here? No. He is such a sly, stupid fucking looking just a douchebag. Sly is too nice of a word. Ay, slimy. Yeah, sly. Slimy mullet douche wearing bag. motherfucker. It is a remarkable mullet. It's a beautiful mullet, mm-hmm. I must say. Doing the uh, the Zoom meeting, we've four of them on the screen. The judge is asking him questions about his lawyer, and Bailey's being a snot to her. Mm-hmm. The whole thing lasted... About eight minutes, but 20 minutes was off camera with him talking to his lawyer. Let's listen to Bailey whine a little bit about his rights. Yeah, I had, uh, I had, uh, I paid an attorney a thousand dollars and got about 10 minutes to speak with them. And that was it. I mean, I was to the understanding that I had a right to an attorney and I'm supposed to. We have an attorney for you, Mr. Bailey. I I wasn't asking for a long drawn out scenario from you. I was asking your family retained an attorney. So it's a yes or no question. I don't know how to answer that question. I, I was retained a lawyer, but then I wasn't able to speak with them. So yes, I had a lawyer, and then okay, I was well, denied. Okay, well, he has not filed an appearance. That's that's my concern, and so we, we have to proceed. Um, I was told that I didn't have any more time. I was denied my right to my attorney. Mr. And Bailey, so Mr. Bailey, Mr. Bailey, I'm going to mute you if you don't quit talking. That's fine. I don't have a voice anyway, so just mute me and do whatever you wish. What an effing douchebag. That's fine. I, I don't have that. a voice anyway. That'd be so great. just mute me. Hey, hey he just killed four people. Boo. I'm going to mute you if you don't shut up. Okay, I... <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You could just go, hey, motherfucker. I She just set him straight, Mr. Bailey. You do have a lawyer. She's right here mm. on this Zoom meeting with mm-hmm. us. Douchebag, stop sitting there with your arms crossed like a fucking snotty three year old brat and your greasy ass hair. Did you not take a shower in jail? Is your neck still hurt? I don't oh my know. God. That's he. Ugh. Nobody's listening to me. I need to get my time oh, with yeah. my lawyer. Oh, poor me. And I just killed four I'd, people and nobody's, yeah. nobody wants to help. Me. So the lawyer obviously <laughs> was like, I'm not having shit from you. And it kind of ended with uh, he refused to talk to the judge herself. And she said something like, I see what's going on here. He doesn't want to speak to me because he's throwing a 
temper tantrum. Oh, yeah, a little it pussy was fucking ridiculous. So dick. when he got done from the off-camera conversation with his public lawyer that he had, uh, they were off-camera for about 20 minutes. They came back, and she requested that he have a psych evaluation. A couple of things, like a criminal psych evaluation and something else. I don't think he understands the charges that are bring, being brought against him. Well, actually, that's what they were going to try. Like, one of them was to... No, he un- he fully understands. Yeah, he but does. he's acting like... Yeah. He, uh, well, this is what this reference is for. They want to find out if, if he currently understands his charges and if he understood what he was doing at the time of the murders. Obviously, come on, he's not... He doesn't even... This is ridiculous. This should not be. She should have said no. He's obviously of sound state mind. Oh yeah. He's not rambling he's like a lunatic. He's just being a yeah, a two year old fucking brat, crossing <laughs> his arms and stomping his feet. Oh, he's fully but sound of his state of mind. They send him, and he is getting looked at to see if he was in the right state of mind. Mm-hmm. But. Bailey is still now facing four counts of felony firearms charges, four counts of first-degree murder. The murder is the life sentence. Yes. Thing. Yeah. The so, firearms are, what, two years each? I'm wondering. I didn't look into this, so I'm wondering if that did mean he had multiple firearms. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm just curious. So as of August 2020, 2020 that's how it stands with Raymond Bailey. I'm not really sure if anything else has happened. That's all I could find online. It's still going on. Court things are super weird to watch now. They're either through a Zoom meeting, which is difficult because there is delay in hearing issues, or there's everybody has masks on. It's just so fucking weird. Your Highness. What? We need to revisit this one when we find out. How he was sentenced, for sure. Absolutely. Once we find out the sentencing and if he has any more antics he tries to pull, like maybe he'll break a leg. Oh. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's what's up with Robert Bailey. I did hear a quote from Laura's family. Mm -hmm. I'd like to leave you guys with this quote. As the story continues to unfold of Laura's sustained and systemic terror, from the hands of her abuser through the time of her murder in the slaughter of her closest protectors, Sarah, Neil, and Forrest. We beg our family's tragedy serve as your cautionary tale. And from your highness, I say, please, if you're in an emotional or an abusive relationship, reach out to anyone, anyone. You do not have to live like that. I know that the story didn't end the greatest, but she took the steps that she needed to take to get away from an abuser. Be aware of the people you're around. Yeah. And, uh, and just make sure you have support away. of all kinds and get yeah. help if you can. It's it's a horrible situation to be in. So, Your Highness, can, yes. can do we, we end have this? a happy ending? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I need some music so oh. bad right now. Four people just wiped out of a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We God, are featuring a fantastic Michigan band called Paper Lanterns. Such a great band. This band is out of Jackson, Michigan. I, I had the honor of seeing them play once. We did. This band consists of Colton Choate, guitar and vocals, Rocky Hutchins, drums and vocals, and Dylan May, bass and mm. vocals. 
It's all about bass. Yeah, these guys kill it. The song is called Oregon Trail. Check them out on Bandcamp. You can buy their music there. Oregon Trail. Peace out. Have a great week. Nice job, Boot. Cheers. Oh, thank you, Your Highness. Nice job. Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness. Edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on Bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes. Sound effects were used by Zap Splat. Thank you.